Oh my god. 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 Welcome to the No Bad Dudes podcast. It is Monday, um uh August uh twenty eighth. And honestly, um you know, uh I'm gonna talk about myself and then we'll do what's going on and then I'll introduce everybody or whatever. But I am so excited about my team. I'm sure everybody else is. Um, you know, I don't get much sleep with a newborn. And honestly, I was at my brother's. He has got an apartment in the back of his uh, farm. And I was there and him and Lucas left at like maybe midnight. And I honestly stayed up another three hours just watching like videos about players I had drafted just to feel like the extra good. And I had a beer and I, I, I'm just I'm just all I'm, I'm excited if you can't tell. Uh, I am here with two other people who I think are probably pretty excited about their team and the season coming up. Um, let's go with the, let's go with Henry first. How are you doing, Henry? Hey guys, what's going on? I got, I got Derek Henry. So everything's good. Everything's right with the world. Everything's right with the no bad dudes league. Derek Henry is on Henry's team. Uh, I, I don't have two tight ends this year or, or I sort of have two tight ends. Dalton Schultz. But uh, yeah, my, my world's looking good right now. Raimundo. Well, uh, let me uh, let me introduce uh, the other co-host, um, maybe new nickname, the Stray Wolf. How, how, how? <laughs> what get is... it, Stray Wolf? You went like really bizarre, and now you can do the howl howl. I actually like that. I can that can be my intro when I come on. I'll just go. Oh, I got to get that down though. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. I'm um. I'm feel, I'm just like you, bro. I mean, I remember last year when I drafted Johan Dotson. I like I like because I watched him in college. I watched him at Penn State, and I remember just going over videos of him. So what I did this year, I was watching this tape. I was watching the rookies that I have. I was just watching all their tape. I did the same exact thing. Like Poppy was sleeping, and then I I went. I just watched videos of the players I drafted. Like it's insane how like much I've been checking the sleeper app um for updates and i will get into it while we uh when we do our what's in our mind but we we all feeling the same exact thing well why don't you just go for it uh since you're talking about what's in our mind why don't you go oh um number one um i wanted to um first i wanted to shout out willie um i know willie like since you know he has a new baby he like he said he told me that he's been listening to the pod and we've been doing a good job and i wanted to shout him out because i know he was actually like he was like, "Hey, man, I, I know everybody's dropping out, but like, I, I, like you know, I wanted I wanted to make sure we still run in the league because Willie was so excited about the draft. So Willie is also another manager who shares um, our excitement about the draft. And I just want to shout out all the like obviously all of us who are in the league still or whatever. Um, and I also want to shout out the new dudes. Um, everyone was super dope um, in the draft. Um, everybody was present. Um, I see we got some new some dads in here as well." Um, I just wanted to shout out um, all of them. They were super dope. Love the cut of Adam's jib, smoking the cigars. Very me prior to becoming a runner. Um, I was living through him night of the draft. And uh, the second thing um, I wanted to shout out, that's the most love anyone's going to get um, from here on out. So it's all downhill from here. Um, second thing on my mind is um, Jesus Christ. What Will Jonathan Taylor just figure it out? Like, I need to know whether I need to keep uh, Deion Jackson. I need to know whether the Dolphins running backs are terrible now 
uh, are terrible picks now. I need Jonathan Taylor needs to figure it out. The Colts need to get it together because what the hell, man? Like the 29th is like the it's like a deadline tomorrow. It's like this is gonna happen overnight. You might have to stay up and listen to this. I like what's up? What's going on? That's what's on my mind. I would uh I would wait on the Dolphins. I think I gave you some advice on this, but uh I'd wait on the Dolphins to make any big decisions, but I would move off them just because we'll get into it when we talk about your team. I don't want to talk about it, but um, I, I think you're fine. I think you're better off if you wait because I don't think the Dolphin deal goes through. I think some other team t- gets Taylor. Thanks um, for the advice, Eamon. What? I have, I have no problem giving anybody advice. Thanks for the advice, Eamon. Really appreciate it. Uh, Henry, what, what's on your mind? Uh, it's it's the post draft uh feeling, you know. I I've had everybody knows I'm in seven leagues. I, I do a lot of drafting, and you know, there's always that that post draft feeling. But I had another draft yesterday. Um, it, it used to be a twelve team keeper, and then for whatever reason, it became a fourteen team and restart, and there's no more keepers and stuff like that. And all the picks that were traded last year, like they basically restarted the league. So I'm annoyed at that. My brother's in that league too. He's annoyed at that. Uh, um, but, you know, we're still in it. We, we rejoined the league. It was a good draft. But, like, that draft happened, and I'm back here uh, on the No Bad Juice draft. And uh, I've been dissecting it. I I do have another draft going on right now, a slow dynasty startup draft that I joined. Um, so that, that's taking up a lot of my time, trying to make some trades and do that stuff. There's some, like, weird beeping going on. Is that me? Uh, I'm not sure. I just moved my mic. It might be my mic. Um. But the, the, the post draft feeling and like just probably most likely. You you, you saying post? I know this is a this is a kid show. You said post draft feeling, and I'm my mind went somewhere <laughs> else. Yeah, uh, it's really PNC to, to use. It's a kid friendly show. But, you know, to, to use the term roster bait would be you know mild mildly you know where I'm at right now. I, I enjoy. Did you what just I say did. roster bait? Yeah, you know roster bait. You, you, watch the league? you claim on. to watch the league. After, no, 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 no. He just said, I understand what he, what he said, but he just said rosturbate after I talked about a clarity of another sort. We're on the Let's same keep it clean. Right? We're, we're, on, we're on the same right. Okay. All right, good. Very the, good. Also, the, too, I love, I, your brother is dope, um, that, but that's the last thing I'm going to say about him. He also has me listening. To, this is the third thing on my mind. Sorry to interrupt you, Henry. I have been listening to DJ Mustard songs all weekend. <laughs> He, tell him I said that. I've been listening to this all weekend. I've been listening to DJ Mustard, and he t- it took me back to a time. I actually don't like. I'm not a concert person. This is going a little off topic. I'm not a concert person at all. I don't like watching live music, live whatever. I think everybody sounds better on, uh, on, on uh, like on, on on Apple Music or whatever. My friend Rose took me. She was like, you want to go to Output? Back when Output was a thing and it wasn't closed down in Brooklyn. She goes, hey, do you want to go see DJ Mustard? I got tickets. And I'm just like, whatever, man. Let's go see DJ Mustard. Again, I am sober as hell. We didn't even really drink. DJ Mustard has so many songs I did not know it was him. Like, from whatever genre you want. If you want house, if you want techno, you want EDM, you want rap, you want country. He's on everything. And that was one of the best concerts of my life. And I was taking a shower the other day. I just played Mustard. And it was fantastic. Shout out to your brother. There you go, Joey. To to wrap it up, I like my team. We'll get into my team a little bit later on in the pod. 
there are some things I don't like about it. And I think where I might have swerved too much when I should have went a little bit safer, but we can talk about that. Yeah, you know what quarterback really is really is terrible on your team, Josh Allen, man. He's he just got into a breakup. All and right, all right, now all he's right. Dating, he's dating a new celebrity, and I think it's going to be a little regression. That's, that's your Josh Allen. Stuff. Let me just get this out of the way. Uh, that's your one Josh Allen shot for this podcast. And as we break down all the teams, once this episode and once next episode, because we're gonna we're gonna break down two divisions tonight, uh, their draft, and we'll get into more details of what it's about. And we're gonna do the final division next week. Um, but you can only do your running backs get hurt spiel once tonight. So so be be decisive when you want to use it. You know, it's are the sleep liquor. Are you gonna penalize me? Are you gonna penalize me like you penalize your brother for taking five and put a sweet pick? Hmm. I he, I don't think he ever went over time. I, hmm. Um hmm. so my uh what's on my mind is again it's, oh, it's all it's all draft. I can mute you, you know. Yep. I'm on fire today. I just muted him. We'll see how long he goes. I kind of, I hope Henry kind of does like a screen grab of like Ray reacting to this because it's it, this, this is pretty good. Um, all right. All right. Did you say something? I can't, can't hear you. You can nope. talk now. Uh, well, no, you can't talk. It's it's my what's on my mind. You keep interrupting because uh, you interrupted Henry's twice. Um, my what's on my mind is yeah, I'm still in the draft thing, and uh, man, I uh, you know I work from home. I love it. I love get to be around my son. But like the thing, like I've talked about it recently, but the the whole thing of like being invested in something you don't control the outcome for is so good. And like after we had the draft, me and my brother and Lucas just sat around and talked about football and like just, you know, our fandoms and like what teams are doing, what they do. And like, God, that's so fun. And like, it doesn't mean anything. Like if you have like a real talk about like my son, it's like I'm going to be stressed out by his sleeping or, you know, whatever else. Or if we're talking about careers, it's like maybe something's going really awesome right now or maybe it's not going where I want it to or bills or how's it like there's a lot of stress but this we can talk about this we can talk about we can be excited and it doesn't matter and like i think there's a part of the human brain that needs to have that so that's what's on my mind uh i had a really good time at the draft i had a really good time talking with lucas i'm i'm glad i'm really glad about this year in the draft this year of, of fantasy football for our league i think it really has the chance to be the best ever because I think there'll be some big decisive decisions. There were big decisive decisions made in the draft that were unbelievable. We'll go over some of them tonight. We'll go over some of them next week, but I, uh, I can't tell you how excited about this. Your brother uh, actually talked to, to about football with you and he didn't meander about like pine or like wood. Uh, I don't know if he didn't do that, but I tried to talk at him with football with Lucas also there. Um, okay. All right. I need, uh, I need some of his mead. He's calling up Ryan right now. I need some of that mead. He will definitely yeah. make you some. Uh, he loves he loves brewing stuff. Um, okay. I have a question. If I if I if I trash your brother, will he make me mead still, or is I should just chill? So all I right. Some mead. So I think I think just a reminder. 
we're not trashing people on the podcast. Um, we have may have like a, we we may uh, there's a topic uh, for each team where it's proved me wrong. So we're not going to trash people. Uh, this is a feel good podcast. You should oh, be listening to trash this. him taking uh, three minutes. Uh, three three. Sorry, that's the new mute button. That's going to be so fun to do. We're not trashing people the podcast. Um, he's unmuted if he wants to be. Um, but we're not we're not trashing people. This is a feel good podcast. We're going to enjoy it. We're all going to feel good. Even when you lose, we're going to feel good because we're going to say like, oh, you got all these picks next year now. Like, let's rock and roll. Let's have some fun. Um, I think there's only like one substantial um, NFL thing that happened since last week that's like big. Um, and that's Trey Lance being traded to the, the Cowboys. Um, it was definitely one of my auto picks in the 12th round where I was like, this will be a guy who I just keep on my roster until he goes to a team and gets a chance to start. I think by the fact that the Cowboys have traded for him, that it really might end his career. Um, if he went to almost anywhere else in a trade, I think there'd be potential. Like if he either got traded to be like the third string quarterback in Atlanta, or uh, he could have been the backup in Tampa, like any of the situations would have been a billion times better. But it looks uh, looks dicey because I think he's going to get the Taysom Hill treatment. Like I think he's going to get packages to like be on the goal line and run trick plays and like he's just. I mean, it's it's going to be tough for him to. the 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 math is, if Mike McCarthy, if if they want to bench that Dak, that means Mike McCarthy will be fired at the end of the season, definitely, and then nobody's going to care after that. And there's no situation where you're going to watch Dak throw the ball and Trey Lance throw the ball and think Trey Lance is better at throwing the ball. Um, so I, I kind of feel bad for the kid. I think it's a it's a rough deal, but I don't know. What do you guys think? I don't know, man. You think you took that as a as a negative for Trey Lance in his career. I mean, the kid's like 23 years old. I I, I see it as a hey, man, Dak. You know, I think he got like what one one or two years left on his deal or something like that. It's like, yo, Dak don't. Dak don't get it together. They don't get over the hump. Like everything's been okay. Dak will get hurt every other year. Something happens. I think it's like, hey, let's let's open it up for Trey Lance. Like we have this quarterback in waiting in the wings. I think if Dak doesn't get it done this year, I think that Trey Lance is the quarterback that has been around winning, has been around winning winning franchises or whatever. Um, and I I think he'll take over the reins. I don't know. Maybe that's me being positive, but I, I don't see it as a as a end all for. For his career, and I think he's set up because I mean, you got receivers, you got good running backs, you got a great defense. I mean, you got a great line. Like you know, granted, he had a great line in San Francisco, but uh, I don't think he really got a shot. I think I think I think Jerry Jones sees something, I guess, or whoever's running the team sees something, I guess. So not to give Jerry Jones any credit about anything, but Henry, I think I think uh, I don't think this is the uh, quote unquote death sentence for Lance. So he's going to have two years left on his contract unless something happens to Dak. Um, Dallas isn't going to pick up that fifth-year option. So he should be free in two years. I think that there is the possibility that the Taysom Hill thing happens where it becomes a package. I- I'm not saying Marcus Mariota, what happened to him, has turned out all great. He's still a backup now. But there is that chance for him to become the sort of QB and maybe latch on in two years to a team that's going to need maybe they're rebuilding. Maybe it'll be the Atlanta Falcons again if uh, Desmond Ritter doesn't pan out. 
Uh, it's not good for his short-term stock in any league. Um, he should have gone undrafted. He shouldn't be held. There's no reason to do that in our league. Um, but, yeah, I think at least for the next two years, unless something happens to Dak, the, there's no value. He's not worth rostering from a fantasy perspective. I, yeah. I wish him I wish him well, though. Like, it's definitely it's, – it's so rough to, like, have two, like, big injuries basically, like, blow up what should be a promising career. Like, he played one game last year in a monsoon in Chicago mm-hmm. and then got hurt the next game. It, it it's, it's such a rough game. Such yeah. I mean, game. I, th- I think the dynamic with him was, it was, it, it sucked because they brought him in to do something and then he got hurt. And then I think all the wide receivers, like, I mean, George Kittle came out, this was almost intentional where George Kittle came out and basically said Brock Purdy is the starter without anybody else like promoting or whatever. And I think it's related to the fact that he just wanted more catchable balls. And I think with, you know, teams where you run the ball with the quarterback 10 times, you just get so few targets and you get few middle of the field targets. So George Kittle's production would have probably went down. And I think that was not uncalculated. Um, and it's it's just a tough spot, um, but I also think I also think the fact that we're able to sign Sam Darnold changed the equation quite a bit because I think we'll get into it. Well, I I didn't list it as my favorite pick of yours, but the Sam Darnold pick is big. I think he he really could become an All Pro this year. So, um, okay, hey, let's transition. Okay, speaking of speaking of young quarterbacks. Now, this might be a little bit a little bit off for what you actually said or meant, but Henry, you got Josh Allen in the what round? Uh, when I first drafted him, the eleventh. Okay, you got him in the eleventh. The twelfth or the eleventh? I don't know. One of those. Let's let's just call it the twelfth round, right? Um, Henry, do, I mean, uh, do, uh, do either one of you remember when Patrick Mahomes was drafted? Who's in seventh? Are you going to compare him to Trey Lance? Because I don't want to. I, no, I don't. No, we have no, to go no, through no. a lot, so I don't want to get I'm, too I'm bogged not, down. I'm not. I'm, I'm not doing that now. Okay. What I was going to say is, you had a take, Eamon, that everyone's wishing on a, a getting a young quarterback uh, late in the draft or whatever, and the re, you said something like to this. I'm, I'm being super serious. You said something to the nod of like, "This is never going to happen again," and I kind of was like, "Yo, you're right," because like, if someone is good or someone's there they're going to be got like way sooner than like before. Like, like people would be snatching, hoping for them late, but now nah, people are like, nah, I'm getting on this fifth round. I'm getting on this third round or something like that. Right. But we had in our draft, we had some young gunners. Well, go. let's, let's do that. I, I like, I, I understand what you're doing. Let's do that as we do teams. And like, we can make okay, that gotcha. your best pick. But No, but I'm saying like, I don't even think best pick. I'm just saying like, there's so, like obviously next year the dude's going to get picked up from UFC obviously super super quick but CJ Stroud and Bryce Young went in like our eighth and this is our league our super nuanced wild you know like league where our draft board looks how it looks like and I, and I think that's a super cool positive thing going forward in the league where you can get those diamond in the roughs now or like maybe you can get a, a, a young good quarterback late and maybe keep him for a few years and again like you said build that fandom like how we we've, we've done right like Henry's a huge Josh Allen dude now and I'm I'm rooting for the Dolphins because of two yeah let's, right? let's so. yeah I I I just don't want to get slowed down because we have to do a lot tonight um so we can talk about that because they'll be they'll there's I don't know who picked those 
who do we know who put, took uh, Bryce Young and um, I guess Mike, Mike Mike Sims and uh, our team. Yeah, so like Francis and uh, um, Lucas. W- when we get to their teams, you can talk about how much you love them. Um, I just want to set everything up because again, we uh, with the baby and like sleep and stuff, I have to get through this. All right, so what we're gonna do? We're gonna review the draft. We're gonna go division by division. We're gonna pick. Um, we're gonna pick our favorite pick from a team. Our prove me wrong, where we kind of disagree with the pick. We're gonna do the best group they have. Um, groups are defined as QBs, running backs, wide receivers, and then just general depth. So like, you have a strong bench or something like that. If you like somebody like Brian or Will, who had a lot of picks, or that might be a weakness, like Mike, because he didn't have a lot of picks. Um, so, um, that's what we'll do for every team. We're going to try to do it each team in less than 10 minutes with all three of our picks. So we're going to be quick. We're not going to get bogged down. We're just going to, and if we have same opinions, we're going to go, uh, uh, we'll just go like, yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, so Ray, um, why don't you pick what was, well, what was what was your favorite pick that Henry made? I mean, it kind of goes without saying. I'm, I, it, it's a toss up, but I mean, I'm gonna say I love his I love his stack. I'm again like when I called you the night before or two nights before the draft, and I was like about to spill my strategy. I was like, um, I was basically be like, yo, I'm doing a stack. I'm gonna do a double stack and like run with this, whatever, because it could be great and it could not be great and. Josh Allen to Stefan Diggs, if they're still on on par with each other and everything works out, I think that's probably one of the top three, if not the best stack in all of fantasy football. So he finally got that and he got Derrick Henry. So I I think I think Henry did a a delicious job of grabbing Stefan Diggs. Yeah, Diggs is good. Uh for me, Henry, I think um, we'll talk about this when we get to my team, but Cleo Herbert was going to be my pick at 901. Um, you sniped me, and I just think I'm just surprised that he went because there's so many other running backs that I hate in front of him that went before him. And while I don't think Cleo Herbert has top 10 upside, I think he has a very decent chance of being RB 14 to 20 and getting that in the ninth round or late eighth round is a Amazing, Khalil well, Herbert. You said yeah, yeah. So I I, I agree about the Herbert pick. I at eight twelve, I I couldn't let him fall any further. Um, a little insight. I'll just take an extra second on my team since it's my team onto things that I love. Uh, um, Diggs was the number one target that me and Joey had. Uh, we tried to move up a little bit further to try to secure him. I I did not have him falling to where we were. I didn't think he was going to be there. Um, so him falling was kind of. Uh, luck for us. Um, obviously, Derrick Henry is always on my radar. Uh, not going to pass him up. I think Khalil Herbert Khalil Her- Herbert became more important to me. Um, and I can talk about the pick that I need to prove. I-, I need to prove myself wrong for this pick. And it's the Brees Hall pick at five. Um, it- it- it's something that I don't usually do that high. I- I- I'll take injured players I've taken like Chris Godwin, I've taken J.K. Dobbins and, and those guys, and I stashed Calvin Ridley. But for something like that, knowing that I, I missed so much in those rounds, 
I just felt like if I'm going to miss, let, let me at least miss big here. Let me either like hit a home run with Brees Hall or uh, I'll just strike out completely like I usually do. And it was between him and James Conner. And at that point, James Conner just didn't add anything to my team for me because I already had Henry and Najee. So there was no there was no more upside with Conner. It was just like, okay, this might be a running back. I'm going to have to decide who I might have to play if there's somebody else in the flex that steps up for me. So uh, Bruce Hall was sort of that home run pick, but I need him to prove me wrong because I, I'm not I'm not overly excited about it. It was sort of like a, uh, I wanted to take Connor, but because I took Najee in the third, um, that that really became the pick that needs to like I, I need to prove myself wrong on that pick. Yeah, I Sabrina I and that's cool. Twenty five points. <laughs> um, I the pick I I uh, you need to prove me wrong on is is Najee Harris because I just. I know he's going to get volume, but he's just never shown himself to be a premier NFL playmaker. Like his success has been just volume. And uh, I mean, we were testing about it because I, I tested you like right before my brother took Anthony Racer. And I'm like, if Richardson falls to you, I'm going to be legitimately scared of your team. Um, I think, you know, you, you told me you were also considering Kirk Cousins. So I, I'm trying to look at where you got Derek Carr. Cause I think I'd prefer Derek Carr and a running back, you would have got wherever you got Derek Carr at. Um, where did you get him? Derek Carr oh. was the seventh round. Yeah, seven. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. Running backs are not coming up. Oh, Shad White. I, yeah, I mean, like even even if you overdrafted Clue Herbert there, I'd rather have Clue Herbert, Kirk Cousins than Najee Harris, Derek Carr. But um, yeah, that's my prove me wrong. Ray, what what uh what proved me wrong pick? I mean, obviously it's a layup of what it's gonna be, but go ahead. No, yeah, no. Prove me wrong pick is yeah, definitely Najee. I mean, especially with all the K-9 not Derek players. Carr? Wow. I lost that bet. No, I mean, well, I mean, we were gonna go to quarterbacks. Um, we we're gonna talk quarterbacks and running backs. And Henry, I mean, I mean, I guess I could segue into this, I guess, if you don't mind, Amen, but Henry always does an amazing job of drafting running backs like he, he textbook like obviously like our league has his nuances but he textbook get running backs get running backs get running backs like how you quote unquote should in fantasy football but um I, like NBA's quarterbacks aren't the best but like he has Josh Allen so Josh Allen is so good if like Buddy most weeks will get 30 points and if he has a second quarterback that scores 15, I mean, that's great from two quarterbacks. If he has another dude who scores 10 and Josh Allen gets 25, like, that's good from your quarterback. So, Henry, you always do a great job of grabbing running backs. And even if your quarterbacks are lackluster, like last year you had Mariota, right? He kind of fell off a cliff after a while and was probably your downfall. But, I mean, you still made a nice run. You got you made the playoffs. And, like, that's why you're that's why you're such a great a great fantasy player and a great player in this league, besides for that fact that your brother runs your team, um, is that you draft running backs. You always get good running backs. You got Khalil Herbert in the ninth, whatever. So, um, or would you get him? Was it eight twelve? You got, you, you got him, one pick you got, before him. You got him. You got him in the eighth. So, like that, that's a great job, bro. Like even if Derek Carr is the worst quarterback ever in history, um, in the red zone, um, you you did a great job. So, yeah, I um. There's a lot there's I mean, just because there's like only four categories of positions, there's a lot of times where either I, I put like a prove me wrong and I think it's your strong group or I love a pick and I think it's your weak group. And in this case, yeah, um, you know, just you just were demand you just kept going after running backs. Um and you know, 
just in contrast to what I, I mean, it's not in contrast, it's actually very similar. It's like, I wanted to, I always knew I wanted, if I didn't get Travis Kelsey, I was going to take two running backs um, with my picks. Um, whether it was like Christian McCaffrey or Saquon or Derrick Henry or whoever else that I was definitely going to take two running backs. Um, so yeah, I agree that that was just your discipline with that. Um, my only concern with the QBs, I list them as weak. Um, I just, I, I watched a lot of saints football last year. Dennis Allen scares me. I think there's a risk that there's a lot of like inside to five plays where they pull Derek Carr out, which ruins Chris Lave, which ruins Derek Carr. And they just load up with dumb Taysom Hill plays that don't work. Um, that's my fear is that you end up with QB 23 and you're just, you're just on that line of the playoffs and you're not sure if you want to really invest in trading for a top eight quarterback. Um, yeah, I, I only have two QBs this year. I, I usually do wind up trying to have a third QB, whether it's like Davis Mills or, or Jalen Hurts and stuff like that. I think Josh Allen affords me a little bit of, of run with Derek Carr. But what really sold me on um, Derek Carr this year was I was going through his fantasy um, overall history, basically. And since 2014, he's been in half in half PPR. So it doesn't really matter because it, his rankings for full PPR and half PPR don't get affected because QBs don't get to catch passes. But he's been 20th. He's been the 20th QB twice. So – at, at, at the worst right now, I'm thinking that I got a, a back-end QB2. And then he's been like 17, 13, 17, 12. So th- there's nothing sexy about him. But with Josh Allen, I'm, I'm able to basically combine that with Derek Carr um, and, and really just combine to make like a, a good – I've turned a superstar QB and, and a back-end QB into like a solid QB duo that I don't need to waste roster spates spaces on really like rostering another QB. Like last year I started Mark Andrews in the super flex. Uh, I'm not afraid to do that for one week or two. I'm, I'm not going to roster a, a third QB for 14 weeks to start him for two weeks. Like I'm going to trust my guys are going to start. If Josh Allen gets hurt, I have a bigger problem coming on to me. And then I, I think I've traded for a QB every year in the, in the league at the trade deadline. Basically I've traded for fields. I traded for Russ Wilson, even though that didn't work out. So I, I'm also not afraid to really move for one later on as the, league, as the year goes on. That, that's just my basic thinking with the whole Derek Carr thing. Get more draft capital up front on players, and I'll figure out the QB spot as the season goes on. So I have uh, I have fantasy pros, uh, the like add-ons and stuff like that. So I, I'm, I, I just clicked the league analyzer, which we'll cover. But one of the things I talked with Lucas about after the draft, and I, I feel bad because I don't know if I stress this enough, is that uh, week 13 is uh, the wild card week for our team because we like unlucky numbers. Um, but he has a bunch of players on buy on week 13. And I think, Henry, you have a bunch of players. Um, let me do this first. Um, I'm going to send it to you, because you're predicted to be the highest in league analysis of from Fantasy Pros. Um, delete that one, and I'll send another one of the bottom half. Uh, Ray, don't worry. We'll talk about your team when we get there. Um, no rush. But you'll have a reaction, and I'm sure you will support the analysis. 
But I think Henry, you have a ton of week thirteen buys, if I'm right. Uh, yeah, so it's uh, Mark Andrews, right? It's Josh Allen, I think. It's a lot of big players too. Yeah, it's it's wide receiver QB. Yeah, I think it's probably Josh Allen, Stefan Diggs, Mark Andrews, and then a wide receiver and running back who I don't know. Khalil Herbert and Jacoby Myers. Yeah, so you are looking for a buy. You I'm, have to I'm do everything. I don't want to. I don't want to play in that. I don't want to play in that week. You know, like I made. Uh, I, I got the buy the first two years that we offered that that buy sort of thing in here, and then last year I didn't get the buy, and I got I got worked in the first round by someone who shall be named Voldemort. Um, Yours truly. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I'm I'm not I'm not playing here to be like what if what if what if like I I know that Josh Allen Mark Andrews have week 13 buys going into this. There's nothing I can do about that. So I need to play to my strengths and really like go out there and try to get this by. Uh, otherwise, I, yeah, it, it could be a really fun season that ends quickly. After some last season drama, some members lost, some new members gained. A championship league, championship list league we have been since then. But, Amen, Henry. After a long offseason, the Jets get Aaron Rodgers. Some tension in Buffalo. Some newbies and everyone in this league. Letting Henry not only stack digs, but also get Derrick Henry. And Amen. Somehow getting Kyler Murray back at a great keeper value. Willie nervously being at the helm with the most draft picks in the first few rounds. Tua putting on 20 pounds. Learning how to fall and getting scrappy. Brian Ducey making the draft an extra 48 minutes longer and always going over time on his picks and me trading up for a pick that no one wanted and Eamon, Henry, just like that. The No Bad Dudes Fantasy League is back. Can you feel it, Eamon? Yep. Can you feel it, Harry? What does it feel like? What does it feel like? It's tingly. 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 Post-draft reaction, post-draft clarity. Anyway, really nice thing when your brother runs the league and you can take even more time to make picks, but somehow still end up losing. In the time Brian took picking his picks, I could have fast-forwarded through the Republican national debate, baked a cake, taught Poppy a square dance, and the electric slide for balance, right? Played four quarters of an NBA game, peed, ran six miles, and then peed again. Speaking of pee, top five people I've peed next to. Number five, Tiffany Haddish. Yes, I know you're saying, ah, it's a girl. She was banging on the bathroom door. She really wanted to pee. Number four, JaVale McGee. He's seven feet tall, so I couldn't help but feel that he was looking at me while I was going. Anyway, Buddy Hill and Kyle Kuzma, same thing. They're just really tall people. Chris Brown. Wait, didn't you sleep in JaVale McGee's bed? That's another story for another time. Anyway. Number that was one. the wait. That was no. That's part of the league. No, we're, not, we're 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 sitting here for a second. You missed the draft because you were getting a mattress from Jamel McGee. Is that not wrong? And then you drafted the Bears in the ninth round. Uh, yes, I was getting furniture from Jamel McGee. Yes, but again, another story, another time. Don't, let's not introduce the newbies to that just yet. Anyway, was there a P spot? Number one, <laughs> Kevin Hart. And when I tell you, the guys really gave Kevin Hart a pat on the back while he was peeing, mid-pee. Ah, speaking of back, 
Jonathan Taylor, Colts. Let's figure it out. I need to know whether or not I should drop Deion Jackson. RIP Bob Barker. College football, what a bad beat. Notre Dame winning by 39 and not the 38 and a half I had. How the hell is Sam Hartman still playing football in college and Bo Nix? I hate what streaming has done to watching the Yankees. If I have yes, I should be able to watch the Yankees. I shouldn't have to go to Amazon or Apple. I should just get it on yes. Anyway, speaking of technology, the robots are coming for us, Eamon. Everyone thinks Terminator is just a farce or Black Mirror or iRobot. Have you seen any of those things, by the way? I've watched some of the Black Mirror episodes. <gasps> and iRobot's a terrible movie. Oh, my. Another topic, another time. Josh Allen. Hey, Henry, do you see who he's dating? Don't follow his personal life. Yeah, well, just know quarterback progression is coming. Matt Stafford says he's having trouble with young players on his team. Hey, Matt. Maybe it's not because they're young and you're old. Maybe it's because your wife and you came out a little bit ago and said you're Trumpers. Speaking of Donald Trump, masterclass on how to make money in politics. I was going to say do not release the mugshot. And now, not only is it in a coffee mug for $26.99, not only does it have Fox Pundit saying his mugshot is famous now, and now he will relate to black people. It's all over the internet, and I'm telling everyone to take the money line like I did when he first won, because I just want to, I just understand the country. This is given 2016 vibes all over again. Speaking of politics, the rare World Cup win with a side of non-consensual kissing. And Robles' mom is on a hunger strike. If you really want to impress me, go that long without drinking water. You'll make more of a statement. Because you, you, you die faster without water. That's basically what I'm saying. Anyway, speaking of water, California is both going to have a drought and a flood climate change, baby. There's also a certain demographic of people who think that the Jacksonville shooter with swastikas all over his gun isn't a white supremacist. And to those people, I say, you can go to hell. And when you get there, say hello to Larry Nassar. Fellas, those are the weekend reactions. Hold. Fellas, Hold. those are the weekend reactions i uh i was trying we were trying i'm trying to figure out how to do this stuff and i had moved it to ask ray what his final line was and i thought i had it down there but i had it by the the volume thing so i blew out a lot of people's speakers uh please send your bills to ray uh okay so um i just shared some stuff with you guys and the, the you guys henry and ray um yeah again um, just to wrap this up I and then to say about that is uh, the projections always have me not doing much, and I end up doing much. So, so we'll we'll just we'll just say, currently, uh, Fantasy Pros has er, er, uh, has Henry with an eighty five record and a seventy nine percent chance of making the playoffs, and I I think that's accurate. While there's teams that um, have higher talent grades from Fantasy Pros, like I think Willie's one of those teams, but because I think they have decided that. Uh, that's a very tough division between Willie and Brian, that there's going to be some losses in there. Um, that's why it's like, it's not, that's why Willie's not number one. Um, all right, moving on to Mike, who, according to Fantasy Pros, because of all the picks he traded away to try to win it last year, is projected to go five and eight with a 24% chance of um, drafting. Um, let me look at my list of, 
topics and see where I want to throw it to somebody else. Um, yeah, Henry, why don't you tell me the player you love that uh, Mike has? Because I have two guys and I can go either way. Um, I've been I've been doing this in uh, a couple of my drafts already. I, I've shared a draft with you where I took Alvin Kamara, and then I think I took Dalvin Cook, and then recently I, I took Alvin Kamara again in a draft because he's just falling so far, and I took Jamal Williams. And I think that that pairing is just perfect. Jamal Williams was on my radar. Mike sniped him right before me. He obviously needs Jamal Williams more. He went out and got uh, Condre Miller as well after that. But what Mike has done is he, he's pieced together RB1 and then still has the handcuff. So Jamal Williams is going to be RB1 for the first three weeks while Kamara's out. Kamara comes back. Maybe they'll split some time. I think they're going to get Kamara involved in the passing game more this year. I think he might be able to start both of them if, if the matchup's good. I, I just I really love that Jamal Williams pick for him, especially considering all the draft capital he had, that he's able to to basically solidify Alvin Kamara. Yeah, that's a great job. Ray, what's uh what's your favorite pick from Mike? Sorry about that. Sorry about that, fellas. No worries. Um when it comes to Mike's team, um Really, really, really love the Addison pick. Um, I, I he was on my board, um, my limited board. I was hoping that he fell to me, but um, I just think that I I, I don't know. I, I I have a feeling that people are gonna catch on to the Jefferson thing, and I think that's gonna let Addison Addison flow and 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 and, and get some catch and get some touches, and he can do a lot with it. So I'm um, not saying that Jefferson's gonna regress or anything like that, but I just feel like you know people are gonna shed some more shed some more. Uh, Bring some more people to his side, so I think that'll free up Addison for some for some love. Yeah, I will talk about uh, Addison was also on my love. Um, I'll talk about somebody else, but I will also talk about Addison related to my draft. Um, it was a we'll, we'll sit on that one for a minute because that was a bunch of weird stuff happened draft at the time. Um, I think this is a like if you have still drafts to do and you are doing late round tight end, I think Gerald Everett is a very good late round tight end type guy um, just based on Kellen Moore coming to the chargers and Justin Herbert does have some affinity for throwing it to the tight end. So I think they'll be surprising. I think what you'll hear in podcast is everybody's frustrated because he's getting five to eight targets a week and it's not going to Mike Williams or Quentin Johnson and people will be just, why are you throwing it to Gerald Herbert? He's so old and useless. I think that's, that was a very good pick by Mike. Um, Mike proved me wrong. Uh, I, I I genuinely think Mike does did an awesome job with this. Like He was dealt a bad hand, and he has a starting lineup, more or less. I mean, he has to do a lot of work during the season, but he made some great choices. Um, so like I don't even hate this pick where he got it. I just didn't hate any other pick. That's also part of the problem is that when you have low draft capital, it's hard to hate anything. Uh, cause like you're not making those choices, but, uh, just Devante in the seventh round, again, it's probably good value. Um, I just don't trust guys with knee injuries. I'd prefer to go other ways, but it's, it's not a, it's not a bad pick. So I don't want to dwell on it. Um, Ray, what, what do you think was his prove me wrong pick? Mike's prove me wrong pick. Yeah, man, I, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I mean, I just like with Javante, there there there's a rumor that 
Jonathan Taylor might go there too, and that they're also looking to bring in other running backs to Denver. So, um, again, I think I think he has all the talent in the world, but I mean, also too, that's that's not really boding well. So, I hope the young man stays healthy, and I hope he has a crazy good season because uh, that'll help Russ. But yeah, that's also my proving wrong book. Henry, uh, again, like there's. I'd rather talk about more of what I love what he did. Like, I wanted Gabe Davis, but I had Stefan Diggs there. I mean, yeah, ditto on, on Javante Williams. Just like, I, we had him targeted, but it was something once we got Brees Hall, we definitely couldn't do that. Um, so, as Brees Hall is my prove me wrong guy, Javante Williams is also my prove me wrong guy. Um, I, you know, I, I, I think his best group is wide receivers. I, I I really think Jordan Addison's gonna be one of these. Like I think he's gonna do Devontae Smith stuff where it's like he's not gonna be wide receiver one. He's not gonna be top five any week, but he's just gonna get a lot of targets and get a lot of yards and it's just gonna be safe. Um and Gabe Davis has explosive upside. Like it's just a really well balanced wide receiving core. Obviously with not a lot of picks, you don't get a lot of depth there, but um yeah, I love his, his wide receivers. Yeah, the, the wide receiver group for the draft capital that was there and, and what he had to do with it. He's assembled Jamar Chase, Addison, Gabe Davis, and then uh, – oh, no, that's it for his wide receivers. He doesn't really have a – oh, Alan Lazard, maybe. Alan Lazard. Alan Lazard is Aaron Rodgers' guy. So, like, yeah, uh, Garrett Wilson's going to be the guy. I think he's going to have a monster season. But uh, Lazard is there, and Lazard's proven himself before. Uh, Ray stepped away, so maybe we'll just do – um, it's probably straightforward here. Uh, needs improvement, depth. He just he just didn't have a lot of picks, so he's taking long shots with like Cedric Tillman and uh, Kondra, Kondra. yeah. But even, just... Gus, even Gus Edwards is like it's not like a, a sexy thing to own at all, but you know, there's a, a spot for him. You know, he's taking that shot on Will Levis, but like he's done with quarterbacks in the past where he's been able to keep guys like. You know, uh, when I traded him Hurts and he kept uh, Watson, he got him late. He's, he's drafted Jackson late and still has Jackson now. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, all these picks, while they might be sketchy, they're all done with clear purpose. You can see how he could rely, he could plan with them. Um, okay. Uh, he, does, he does still need a defense, but he has a week to figure that out. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I do, could... I do, I do appreciate that strategy. I decided not to do it this year just because I, I wanted, I wanted a clear defense. That's another thing I did, which is take the first defense off the board and, and make that happen. But uh, I, I do appreciate the strategy of like figuring out defense later on, like draft everybody because if something happens and I've been kind of starting week one, like he has another week one starter to plug in there. I, I can't believe raise away. So we'll do this real quick. I can't believe you, you started those dominoes of defenses. I was constantly drafting the 49ers defense with one of my 12th round picks. And I was like, people forget that, like how dominant defenses are in the league. Cause we have the sack thing and you go do it. And then like five defenses come off. And I'm like, okay, I guess I just got to take wide receivers here. Um, very frustrating. The, the intelligence of the league is what brought that on. I was just like, the board was not falling my way. I was like, I'd rather just grab the starter you know, lock this in for a while and not have to work, not waste the roster spot on like picking up a defense for next week. And I, I really wanted to maximize my roster this year. And that's why I didn't do the whole Calvin Ridley, J.K. Dobbins, uh, things I've done in the past. 
I don't care what I had to do this year. I was getting the Jets defense. That was happening. I wasn't messing around. Like, I wasn't messing around. If, they, if their offense is going to be bad, their defense is probably going to be like last year. And that defense last year was awesome. I, as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, cool, great. Time to take defenses. All right, moving on to Bryce. Um, he's new. He was serving drinks while he was uh, dishing picks. Um, how do you like that? Uh, I'll go first. Um, I think you're so the clever, pick, Amen. The pick I love the most. Uh, this is this obviously is like can go bad, but um, Matt Stafford. I think of the quarterbacks um, who can finish. Of all the quarterbacks who are in these later rounds, he's the only guy who's done it before besides Russ. And there's a decent chance he does it again. Um, The defense, like, the Rams defense might be really awful, which that might mean Stafford might not play because, like, they're down so much. But there's, like, I think it's, like, 70% of their defense is going to be rookies. Um, So they're not going to be good to play. But so I, I just, I think Stafford could, like just chuck up numbers like he used to do in Detroit. And Cooper Cup's back and I think they'll just have it. And I here, if you guys want some depth, I think Van Jefferson is a sneaky guy. I just don't have a place on my roster to pick him up. I think he's gonna be decent if the Rams are decent. Um yeah, I Stafford was on a, a short list with a car if I if I didn't go with Richardson or Cousins. Early, uh, Stafford and Carr were definitely two guys I was going to look at. I really love, and I'm really, this is the one thing that I'm kicking myself over in the draft, is that I did not get Marvin Mims. I think that there's enough hype early on in the season where even, like, if someone's coming up and it's like, hey, I want Marvin Mims, he can move him for something. But this is a 14th-round pick we're talking about in Marvin Mims. And as much as I think the Jerry Judy injury history gets blown out of proportion, like, this is a guy who's played in, like, 14 games, I think two out of three years. So, like, he's, he's starting for you almost every week anyway. Uh, I know he's left a couple games, but it, there's just something about Marvin Mims that's calling to me in these late-round drafts. I have him in a couple of other leagues. I, for some reason, he slipped my mind in this draft. I was too focused on drafting the 49ers defense, I guess. I don't know. But he did pop on the board late. I was like, oh, man, I need to get him. And it, it just it didn't happen. So I, I thought that that was a great stab there. Um, it's something to build around. Um, especially with the the RB heavy Nick Chubb, J.K. Dobbins, and DeAndre Swift, um, he's opened himself up to a, a possible like long term keeper. Even if it's not great value next year, I think this is the type of like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase pick that could put him over the top in the league and really like give him one of the better keepers. I can't believe I'm saying that about Marvin Mims, but you you drafted the Eagles. I think you meant to say the Eagles. I I wanted the 49ers because I was looking at their early schedule and they played like. They played teams with really terrible offensive lines. Uh, Ray, what was uh, the Ray? What was the pick Bryce made that you loved? I mean, definitely wasn't uh, definitely wasn't Stafford. I think it'd probably be uh, I'd, I'd probably switch it and I'd say Stafford would be the prove me wrong. And I like I like the Bateman move. I, I I know everyone is hyped on Zay Flowers. But Bateman is the one, and I, I just I'm really happy for Lamar Jackson that he gets the bunch of dudes that he can throw to. Hopefully Bateman stays healthy. Obviously, that's to prove me wrong, I guess you might think. But um I just really think that Bateman with 
Flowers with Odell with Mark Andrews is going to be crazy. Like, get you some shares of Baltimore offense. Like, like buy the do the over all the time because that just that looks scary. So I do not I, like Stafford. I I share in my list with everybody, so that there might be like little tips. Um, I was proving wrong on Bateman, not because I don't like Bateman. I literally in the last podcast or one before I loved Bateman. I was, he was somebody I was arguing at like. 901 um if things went the right way uh i don't like the bateman pick because he kept jk dobbins and he took zay flowers so very similar to my brother um he was just blowing opportunity he was he was missing opportunities to have multiple parts of multiple offenses so the ravings are only going to score so many touchdowns and you have only you have so many players on that team so you're not you're limiting your opportunities um so that that's my, my my one dig. Like, if if he didn't draft Zay Flowers in the six, I would say Bateman's a great pick. Um, but he did draft Zay Flowers, so he's he's really capping his upside. Henry, what was the prove me wrong for Bryce? You had, uh, I, I have I have two here, and I, I didn't want to have two. Uh, well, one one's a keeper. Like DeAndre Swift, you got to prove me wrong just with the draft capital, and there's the chance that he explodes. I, I don't think he did enough to protect. Um, Swift really, but it, it, mine is actually Zay Flowers. He spent more capital on Zay Flowers than Rashad Bateman. And my my biggest problem with Baltimore Ravens pass catchers is that it, it's it's Mark Andrews. Like it, it's the same thing with the Kansas City Chiefs. If you're going to spend this capital, and six one doesn't seem like much, but it, it kind of is. Like make sure it's the right guy. And you know Travis Kelsey is wide receiver one in KC. Mark Andrews is wide receiver one in Baltimore. They're going to run the ball in for touchdowns. They're going to do all this stuff. So uh, I'm on the Baltimore train, and it's going to be Zay Flowers for me. Um, so I will say what he did good, and maybe this is the smartest of all things. This happens sometimes in Dynasty Leagues. Um, is he came in new into the league, and he drafted a lot, a lot of young guys. Um so I don't have a specific position. I'm breaking a little bit of the rules just because I don't know if I loved any of the groups, but he's got a lot of young guys. He can kind of be patient this year, trade off pieces as the season goes for more picks next year, and then have really good uh, keepers for himself or other pieces he can flip next year, like the way I did for Devontae Smith for a, a higher draft pick. So, um, yeah, whoever whoever's ready for a group that they liked on uh, – on uh, friend, or Bryce's team. Uh, I, I agree. I also think his, his QB situation is very sneakily, like, pretty good. There, there's no QB one in the group, but it's Purdy, Stafford, Garoppolo. He can play the matchups if Garoppolo stays healthy. Garoppolo has shown us that he's always been that great pick in our draft, like, late. Uh, he got in the ninth round a little earlier than he went last year in the, when he was the 14th or whatever. Um I, I really like the QBs and I do like the, the whole youth movement that he did. Like he's got a lot of darts at the board where something and probably more than one thing is going to hit. And he's going to have a lot of options next year to really take advantage of a, of a draft board. Um, Ray, I'm going to jump you. You you could do your group. You dislike and group you uh, like, but I'm just, just cause I'm the complete opposite of what Henry was. Um, I don't like his quarterbacks, even though I listed Stafford as a great pick. 
there's a good chance by the time you are having your pumpkin lattes that none of these guys are starting for their teams. Uh, like October 1st, Brock Purdy might be benched for Sam Darnold already. Jimmy Grappolo might be hurt already. Matt Stafford might be hurt already. Uh, you know, this this can go sideways and ugly pretty quick. Um, Damon, I want to tell you something, man. I think I might be more in tune with the with the with the with the white women on this one, bro. Pumpkin spice has already started. Just a heads up, bro. Just letting you know. I have one today. I, with, with apparently with the, with the men as well. The ears um, to the street, baby. Okay, so by the time you put pumpkins in front of your house, there's a good chance none of these guys are starting. Not a there good chance. Go. There's a there there's a go. chance greater than zero that none of these guys are starting. Um, I just. I, I was like targeting some of these guys. Like I was definitely targeting Stafford. And obviously I had no idea that Brock Purdy was gonna go where he was going, but I was gonna be okay with taking him at the nine oh one or something. Not not at the third round. Um so Ray, what what groups do you like about on his team and what groups do you like? Talking? Yeah, I think he muted himself. All right, uh, we're buying time. There's a little pillow fight. <laughs> Ray, Ray, Ray is getting t- taken too. Um, all right, we'll just move on. We'll just move on. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Did I? Um, who's next? Uh, he's giving me signals. I don't know. Uh, we'll go back if we have to. Uh, Laurent's next on my list. Uh, I okay. T- text Henry. Uh, Laurent's next on my list. Um, I'll go first again just because I'm trying to figure it out. Um, the pick I love, and I think this was a very hot pick, and maybe all the Javante, uh, reports of him being healthy, like scared people off. But I mean, Samaje Ryan in the eleventh round. If nothing else. Every year of painting or Sean Payton's career, he has two running backs who are fantasy relevant. So there's definitely a role for Samaji P. Ryan. He's definitely going to probably be a top 24 back in the 11th round. That, that's great value. I, I do like Samaji P. Ryan. I think that's fantastic value for that arbitrary. You know, we were talking about Khalil Herbert with me. P. Ryan's in that sort of like, same boat. Uh, Herbert might be more of the RB one there, but Fields is there. But love P Ryan. I I really love what he did with Jonathan Taylor, and I've been skeptical to draft him in leagues. But if he plays this year, this is someone that should have been going in the first round. He got him in it. He got him in the second round. Uh, I I love the the risk that he took here, especially having his QBs are locked up. He had CD Lamb like. It's a big swing move, but I love that he went for it. Um, Ray will pipe in when he can. He is definitely here. I'm not muting him. Um, I'm not silencing. I I love his Cole Komet pick because that's exactly what I was going to pick. And that's not to prove me wrong. He got a new deal. So I'm assuming they see something um, that we don't. Uh, this is what third year. Um, I think he's gonna perform great. Samaji P. Ryan, I also love. Um, 
I think he has good depth. Um, but like I think yes, he less I think Laurent needs improvement on his running backs, but I think this year, more than any other year, he did outstanding with with drafting guys. Just gonna hope Jonathan Taylor plays. Um so since I'm just taking opposite positions as some of you guys. Uh, the Prove Me Wrong was a Cole Komet pick um, for multiple reasons. Uh, first off, in the fifth round, he, da- he drafted Dallas Goddard. Um, I don't think you need to double stack a t- tight end, especially Cole Komet, who only basically had big plays, and there's a good chance his quarterback will not throw more than 20 times in a game for half the season. And I just think there's limited upside with Cole Komet. So if you already have a tight end, um, I wouldn't have gone there. I would have gone for a wide receiver or a young running back um, to fill my roster than go with Cole Komet. Uh, Henry? Uh, prove me wrong, Keenan Allen. Before last year, he was wide receiver. 13, 14, 8, 12, 3 in half PPR. Again, he has another... A uh, whole thing about being hurt, and yet he's constantly a top half PPR performer. But I, I think Father Time has finally caught up to him. Last year there was injuries. They drafted Quinton Johnson. You have to prove me wrong because I drafted Mike Williams, who I think could take over as the lead target there. Um, I, I think there was a better option for him at three three, especially after going so uh, home run hitter with Jonathan Taylor uh, with his second pick. Um, and then I just I just thought he just has a lot of decent depth. He has a lot of guys he can just kind of rotate in and out. Um, yeah, Darius Slayton's a, a perfectly capable guy to get eighteen to fourteen point or eight to fourteen points if he gets a TD. Um, based on this Giants team and it and Cortland Sutton is a great thing. And you know I hate saying this, but Baker Mayfield is probably the most likely to be this year's Jimmy G. Um, just because of the wide receiver talent. But if, if he doesn't become this year's Jimmy G, he's done. He's over. We're, we're done with him. Um, Ray, do you have a, a group that uh, you like about Laurent's team? Um, no, I just uh, pretty, much, pretty much want to just reiterate, I think he – I think he did a great job with his running back. Granted, he needs probably needs a few more running backs, but I think he did a great job um, this year, at least taking a swing with Jonathan. So, I mean, you never like Josh Jacobs could have been in the same position, right? Um, but I think Jonathan Taylor will play, like, you know, hopefully he plays, but um, yeah, hopefully he lands somewhere where you Laurent can use him. Uh, I agree on, on the depth. I think uh, bye weeks is going to be able to cover well. He's got a strong QB group, and I, I think with this depth, he shouldn't be afraid to trade it during the season. He's never been afraid to trade. He's done trading before, but he has assets to like really go out there and improve on on some of the things that he has. You know, like he he has the pieces to improve on AJ Dilling and get out of that RB share where they now made Jordan love the QB well and might want him throwing. You know, he has that that depth to maybe you know. Move, move up from Keenan Allen and Michael Thomas, who, who are older question marks, to get like that more sure thing guy. Um, it's a very well-rounded team. He has he has options. Um, I'll just go with the group I don't like, even though you guys, again, both highlighted. I, I don't like his running back situation. Um, I think there's actually a decent chance that 
um, Jonathan Taylor can't go for 350 touches this year because of the ankle. Like, I don't, I don't think his ankle is fine. Um, and the rest of his running backs are guys who are projected to get less carries than, or less touches than the other guy. Like Brian Robinson might technically project to get more touches than Tony Gibson, but everybody else is in a very heavy timeshare. Um, so you're really grinding to get RB 15 performances out of these, um, these assets. So I think if he can get a, a stud running back or if Jonathan Taylor is perfectly healthy and he goes to the system, but um, I just, I don't think there's enough upside with this current running back, or I don't know if there's enough consistency with, with his current running backs. Uh, I, I, while I like the Jonathan Taylor pick, um, again, I like the home run swing, but I don't think there's enough there to, to support it. You know, AJ Dillon is still in an RB timeshare. Like I said, uh, Brian Robinson's in an RB timeshare and sorry, I put my phone down for a second. Samaje. And Samaje could be in. Uh, so we like Samaje, but you like Samaje. I like Jonathan Taylor. We, we like what he did at the running back position, but I, I don't think it's safe enough. Yeah. Um, okay. Unless there's anything else, we'll move on to Francis, which is the first team of the new division. Um, you, Henry, you know him. What What do you love with what, what he did? I really drives me crazy sometimes with his picks, but I, I do. We all know that I love Hawkinson. I think him being available in the fifth round could have traded for him. I offered him around the league. I said he was on the block. He could have got him for a better keeper. Neither here nor there, but I do. I love the Hawkinson pick. I think good value for what he had. He already had RB, QB, wide receiver locked up. Like he was just able to really like solidify a sort of like infinity goal thing where I like to say where there's a top guy basically at every position that he can start right now. Ray, do you have a, a, a player that Francis drafted that you like? I mean, listen, off the rip that Justin Herbert was so good. That, that Justin Herbert pitch, pick was just fantastic. I love Christian Kirk. I actually really... I actually really, really love his team. Um, he's he's one of the, my favorites to, to win it. Okay, baby, one second. Um, I've got to give these hot takes, babe. Um, I think, the, again, the Justin Herbert pitcher, the pick was 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 fired. And, it, and then him grabbing Christian Kirk um, late. Um, the Judy pick is a swing because we don't know when he's going to be back. But, I mean, when Judy comes back, he's going to cook, so. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think the the pick the pick I like the most um, is another tight end he took, Juwan Johnson. Uh, I that's another you know if you're not going to go Jared Elvert, Juwan Johnson is a great late round option. He finished tight end ten last year. Uh, he's got a better quarterback. He's got a quarterback who has leaned on his tight end before, um, and there's a lot, there's a lot of camp vibes around him. So I think that's a really solid player he's a third year player so he could be a great keeper if he actually breaks through um what position do i not like of his oh i don't even i like yeah prove me wrong i i agree with ray i really like his team so it was hard to find it um 
I don't think this is a bad pick because I would have taken him probably at three or five. Did, did you uh, just say you agree with me? Um, so I would have taken Aaron Jones at three or five. So two or four is like slightly early for me. Um, I do want to look at no Josh Jacobs went before I was, I was going to say, I think I would have taken, where, where did Josh Jacobs go? Let's look. Cause that would have been the pick that I think he went three, right? Third he round. went two Oh two. Uh, so yeah, he went before Aaron Jones. So yeah, I, you know, it's, it's just I feel like Aaron Jones is on a decline. He's going to be solid. Uh, I think just at two hundred four, you want something more splashy. Maybe that's a place for Anthony Richardson. Um, you know, I don't hate any of his picks. That's that's the big takeaway here is I don't hate any of his pick, but I'm forced to say one. So Aaron Jones. It's James Cook. Prove, prove me wrong. We talked about it um, in the pod. I'm, I'm not a big James Cook guy. Buffalo just does not. Use their running backs. He was there last year. Don't tell me it's going to be different because James Cook is there this year because James Cook was there last year. I, I get he's another year older and more experienced with him, but I, I really need to be shown that James Cook is going to do something. It's only a seventh-round pick, so it doesn't hurt too much. But, yeah, that's the one I'm going to nitpick on. Yeah, I think that's um, just – I don't want to get stopped down, but I don't think Devin Singletary's last couple of years, if you said I can get that in seventh round, it's a bad value. So if James Cook can just do what Devin Singletary did, I don't think it's a bad pick. Um, just, I don't know. I, I've, I'm all over my, like, as I have a couple more drafts left, I, I'm all over the page on my James Cook opinion. I, I think he's just going to probably be solid. Um, did you hate any of uh, Francis' pick, Ray? Or did you prove me wrong? Or you want some one of the players to prove you wrong? I mean, dog, look at his lineup. Like, it's hard for me to uh, prove prove me wrong. Kadarius Tony. I mean, I mean, um, Clyde Edwards Hilaire. I mean, I I mean, those are late round picks. I I like them. Like, I I like them. Like, I I like his team. I there's no prove me wrong. Okay, he has to he has to prove me wrong and not mess it up. How about that? Okay. Um, and then I I like I'll try to get this out real quick. Um. I think he just he's got a lot of running back depth. I think it you know this I wouldn't be surprised. I know you hate James Cook, but this would be kind of a team that I would expect you Henry to draft where he's just got a lot of running back depth at all the positions, even though Aaron Jones isn't sexy, and Alexander Ranson isn't sexy, and Dalvin Cook isn't sexy, and Clyde and James Cook. It's like he's taking a lot of swings at a position that it's hard to pick up in the middle of the season. So uh I just like his running backs. Yeah, I, I think we're all in agreement. He did a very good job of uh, of drafting this team. Uh, he, he threw us a wild card with the AJ Brown keeper pick, but I mean, he turned in a solid RB room. The the QB room is a well. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, the the wide receiver room, I, I really like it too. It's AJ Brown, Mike Evans, who's not you know amazing at probably this point in his career, but. He's wide receiver two. Christian Kirk's wide receiver three. I I like the stab at Kadarius Tony and Adam Thielen too. Like Adam Thielen, I love. It. They got they got to throw the ball to somebody in in Carolina. So we all, I mean, all as a collective people who like football have to be rooting for Mike Evans this year to have his tenth year in the league, have another thousand yard season, and he's only known thousand yard seasons. Like you know, he's going to be going for it. Even with whoever, it doesn't matter if me, or any of us three are throwing him the ball. He's going to be like. 
let's get that thousand yards. Um, so the only the only position group I don't like really with his team is quarterback. Um, I think Justin Herbert slightly over um overrated just because you know anybody who does in depth analysis says like it wasn't the offensive coordinator necessarily that was the reason why he wasn't thrown downfield. Like there was open guys downfield. He was choosing not to throw downfield. So I don't, you know, I'm not quite as high on Justin Herbert as a lot of people. Um, maybe that'll change. And also only having one other quarterback on his team. Um, and that being CJ Stroud, which is a rookie and, you know, not having one great receiving option is not the type of team. So like, I don't know. I, I, I think CJ Stroud could have probably a lot of games under double digits and it's just, it's scary. It's a good keeper possibly in the future, but I just don't think this year he has upside. Yeah. The, the, the rushing might be there for Stroud a little bit, but how much, how much are they going to get to rush? Like I'm expecting them to be down. Um, really going to be relying on uh, Nico Collins and Dalton Schultz, who I did take. Um, Three of like bail him out of a lot of things. But we, we've talked about the strength of the RB and the wide receiver. You know, maybe he can figure out something that's QB strong and and figure out a trade there. Ray, do you uh, have any position you don't like of his? Okay. Uh, my, bad, my bad. I had, no. I had to take. I had to take it off. I had to take it off the mute. Oh, my, bad, cool. my bad. Yeah. My bad. Of of Brian's team. Uh, well, let's move on to Brian's team. Um, how about this, Ray? You can have. Uh, I'm gonna set a clock. You can have up to two and a half minutes. Say whatever you want about Brian's draft, and then you are gonna be muted, and me and Henry will do this for Brian's team. That sound fair? That's totally fine. Ready, set, go. Um, I just don't understand how year after year he continues to do the same exact thing with the draft and draft over time. Um, I will say some constructive things and not just bash him because of the time thing and the fact that he doesn't like to trade with me or won't ever, and will take worse deals. Um, I love that he picked Richardson. Um, I think Antonio Gibson is going to be good this year uh, because I think Sam Howell is going to be good this year. Um, this whole Falcons thing, I think I think they're going to prove people wrong. I think I think they're not going to be what everybody thinks, and they're just going to be winning seven to three, and you know whatever. But he's very top heavy. I agree, um, but yeah, I, Brian took a, lot, a long time in the draft, and I, and he has great picks. He had a bunch of picks or whatever. He has a great team, but I just don't think um, I, I don't I don't think he's gonna win. I think with all the with it, he has a great team, but it just feels like he's gonna find a way to bungle it. So, are you conceding your time? Yep. Okay. Now you can't interrupt us. Me and Henry are going to talk about them. Come on. Uh, okay. So, um, Henry, why don't you go first? Who, who, what player do you love that? Why Brian are you... 
Uh, I love the David Montgomery pick. He already has a, a solid uh, running back group uh, with Bijan, and even though I don't love Gibbs, Gibbs is there. You know, Antonio Gibson's there, but Montgomery sort of gives him that safety valve. We saw what Jamal Williams did there last year. I don't think there's any reason to think that Montgomery can't fill that role. Uh, I I really love that pick. I, I wanted Montgomery for myself again, but didn't have that opportunity. Um, while I don't love the way it's structured, um, the Anthony Richardson pick is just a it's it's a great pick. Um, he wasn't going to probably be there next time he picked. Um, he's high floor. And I think the the only critique of it is he's not usually aggressive enough in trades. And I tried to talk to him about it after the draft is now we should try to trade Jared Goff with something else and get a lesser quarterback, but get a better other starting position player, like package him and James Conner for something, because you're never not going to start Trevor Lawrence or Anthony Richardson unless something crazy happens. The, their ceilings are just higher than Jared Goff's. Even though Jared Goff, I think, will be a top 12 quarterback this year. And I love you too, guys. Pompey says she loves you too, guys. I think I think you're violating the rule of your silence there. Um, you you turning away kids? That's wild. I don't think I have a, I don't have a release from here, so I can't use her. Um, She's good. Okay. Uh, prove me wrong. Uh, I screamed at it. I think this is he. He's not a big research guy. He's not a guy who's going to pay all year round. The idea that he took Antonio Gibson in the sixth round with his team is the worst pick of the draft. Don't worry, I'll, I'll be nice to you in a second. But it's by far the worst pick. Even if you overdrafted like Jackson Smith and Jigba or Zay Flowers or Quentin Johnson, any of these guys, they could actually be on your playoff starting lineup. If you have Antonio Gibson in your playoff starting lineup, everything has gone wrong for, wrong for you, Brian. Um, that's it. I'll move on. We'll get back to Gibson in uh, two minutes. Prove me wrong, Jameer Gibbs. When 2-6, David Montgomery, he took him in the sixth round. Uh, bold prediction, David Montgomery finishes more fantasy points than Jameer Gibbs. I think I agree with that, but... Um... But there is just a like there's just a, a Alvin Kamara chance with Jameer Gibbs too. So that's a that's there the one is. reason I think yeah. There is, but in, in our style probably in our style will be like, yeah, like he'll be great this year, but so he's gonna keep him for a first round pick next year. Like I think that part of the draft, like Jameer Gibbs isn't a next year play either. Like if Montgomery's gonna finish more points than Gibbs this year, then just give me Gibbs in the sixth and do that. But again, th- th- there's not much to hate about his team. That's the one thing I'm gonna critique. What uh? What position group do you love the most? That wide receiver group is really, really, really scary. It's QBs or something to adore, but Garrett Wilson and Devonta Smith one two, and then there's there is that 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 Drake London like wild card. Even with Kyle Pitts, like w- one of those Falcons has to blow off. Um, Brandon Ayuk. Fantastic! Like I probably saw Brandon Ayuk over Drake London start the season. Honestly, I love that wide receiver core that he has. Brandon Ayuk does not play well in September. Do you remember? He's always he's always oh, yeah. in the doghouse. Um, 
Well, you kind of stepped September on it. noodle. That's not how that works. Like September stone hands, because then you have the alliteration. <laughs> um. So, uh, the the good Jose position. Abreu just crushed the home run. Okay. I mean, Jose Altuve. You're <laughs> you're muted. You're done. Um. So, um, the position group that I really like on the Bryants is the Falcons. Now, hear me out. Um, this doesn't make sense for almost any other team, but the reason why they tell you not to take players, like we were talking about with uh, um, Bryce's team with all the Ravens, is it's opportunity cost, right? But when you have as many picks as Brian does, the op- there's no cost. Like, you are taking swings at guys that if – normally you would have to pick, like, do I think Drake London or Kyle Pitts will be better? Well, if you get both and you have other positions to fill, you're fine. He's got enough draft picks. I think Bijan will work, and I think, um, you know, probably Drake London's the guy. I, I, I didn't love Kyle Pitts, but it, it's definitely a strategy that makes sense that, like, there's a chance that both these, you know, that two of these three guys will work and like you've, you've hit it that way. So, um, yeah, I'll just say the Falcons. Um, and then the thing he needs to improve on don't draft Antonio Gibson. Yeah. Why don't you like him? Why can't I keep you muted? I think, I think uh, he needed to take a couple more home run swings. Um, I, I love Antonio Gibson. He's definitely someone I would have liked to have taken in this draft. But you, you already had the starters. Like you didn't need what round? Like, what round would you take Antonio Gibson in? I don't. I don't know where I had after like, Khalil I, Herbert, right? Probably. Yeah. So three rounds later, at least. But like it, it it's the reason why I went Brees Hall over. James Conner. I just I wanted a little bit of like upside there when I already had like a sort of like low floor, uh, a high floor, low ceiling guys with Harris and, and Henry this year. I think. All right, moving on to Adam, the biggest probably shit talker of the the draft. I mean, I, I think me and Henry were both very verbal about our reactions to certain draft picks. So, but I don't think that was really shit talk. Adam was just love Adam stirred it up. Um, Ray, why don't you tell us the the player you love that Adam picked? Got to take off the mute. My bad. My fault. Um, listen, I like the cut of his jib. All right, that Adam guy. I like him. He's a he's a really disciple. Um, love it. Um, low key. Love the Mac Jones pick. Um, I think Mac Jones, I mean, for you know where he got him, I think it's a, a solid pick. Um, he, I, I think, Eamon, you're correct that he does need depth. I think he has really good QBs. Um, you're just stepping on all the things, just, just say the player you like and don't step on my things. No, I'm just agreeing with you that I haven't said aloud yet. Ah, okay. Well, I like Mac Jones, I also like Adam. Um, since I think Ray literally just stole my Mac Jones take, uh, I really like Mac Jones this year. Um, I don't think he has top 15 chances, but I like him over 
a lot of other QBs. Um, like, if you had to put, like, well, it's tough. Obviously, Chris Lave, I believe in, and that will be the only reason that uh, Derek Carr scores more points than Mac Jones, I think, this year. Um, but, yeah, I, I like Mac Jones. I think I think he's going to be pretty good this year um, as far as – and I, I think the Patriots – are not the last place to the team in the division. I think they finished second. But uh we'll we'll save that for next week. Uh Henry, who's the player you love that uh, that uh Adam took? Everyone knows that I love Terry McLaurin. I think you got him at a prime spot. Um I think three one was a little early for me, which is why I didn't pull the trigger there. There was obviously a lot more going on for me there for what I wanted. Uh I will talk about Dante Foreman really quickly. Uh, 13th round pick. We don't know what's going on in Chicago. We love the Khalil Herbert pick. Foreman costs five rounds less. Um, and he's always just seems to be that guy that doesn't start on the radar on fantasy every year. And, you know, by week nine, 10, he's someone that you want. So if he has the patience or maybe Foreman starts off the year as like one of those lead back guys, you wanted to have something to do with Chicago, even if Fields is RB1 because if they decide to reel it back a little bit, uh, there, there could be some value there. Obviously uh, it's McLaurin, but I'm going to talk about Foreman. So. We, we already had... Like, prove me wrong? Well, let me let me go. Uh, my prove me wrong, um, we already kind of rehashed... Or we hashed out this before the injury where I don't think Terry McLaurin is... I think Terry McLaurin is getting drafted as a C-Erling, and I actually think he's... At the in the fourth round, he's getting drafted above his current ceiling because I think that toe injury lingers into uh, pumpkins sitting in front of your house season. Um, and I think Jahan Dotson might overtake the first, uh, the number one wide receiver. Ray, who do you prove? Who's your prove me wrong on Adam's team? Simple. My prove me wrong is Cooper Cup. He got hurt. He was killing it. He went high in the draft. Whatever, but like. Let's see what Matt Stafford still has left. Let's see if Matt Stafford makes it through the, the through the season. Um, let's see if he can connect with the younger players. Um, I just I don't I don't I don't see it, man. And Matt Stafford just played out of his mind. He just kept passing the ball to, to to Cooper Cup, but Cooper Cup has to show me it, man. I don't I, I don't know. That season was crazy. It might be outlier. I mean, unless he's Jordy Nelson reincarnated, you know. Cool. What uh? What position group do you like on his team? On Adams? Yep. Um, I mean, is I, I like his receivers. I like McLaurin, and I actually like Cup, but Cup does have to show it to me. You know what I mean? That's that's the one. That's a strong. I, again, I think that um, this 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 Commanders offense. I was going to say an old name. Ooh, geez. Um, the Commanders offense is going to be a, a light show, and I think it, it's going to be like the Chiefs where. There was Tyreek Hill, and there's Kelsey, and there's uh, whoever else is the were the receivers there. Miko Hardman, who kind of had a nice season uh, with them. So, um, yeah, I, I I like his receivers, and um, yeah. Um, just going piggybacking on the love pick of Mac Jones. Uh, I I love his quarterbacks. I think there's a fifty five percent chance, uh, Gino, uh breaks his glass slipper this year and, and we find out he's actually he has Geno Smith. Um and he's he's not great. 
But I think with Mac Jones, you're getting somebody who's could do the exact same type of stuff. And um, obviously Patrick Mahomes, like you roll with Patrick Mahomes. You're he, so there's three quarterbacks who are the dominants. And I think the dominants are Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts. And me and Henry, the way we've drafted is to deprioritize that second quarterback. He obviously prioritized his quarterback situation. And we'll see if that, if me and Henry regret it at the end of the year, because he's, he's hoisting up the trophy. Uh, Henry, what, uh, what position do you, do you like on his team? Uh, really quick. I didn't want to interrupt because you guys want to roll. My prove me wrong is Damian Pierce. I think three ten was a little early for an RB one. In Houston, like we've talked about, they're not going to score a lot. Um, so prove me wrong there. I, I like Damian Pierce. I just think it was a little early for that. Uh, while I'm saying that, and I, again, Rashard White, prove me wrong. I think he did a good job of building out a running back room behind Stevenson with uh, Stevenson, Pierce, White, uh, Foreman, Derek McKinnon. Uh, t- two of those guys are, are, are going to pan out. He, he did a good job of just getting people to fill out that RB room um, because I, I think the wide receiver room is solid, if not unspectacular. Like McLaurin is hurt. Cup's been hurt. Goblin's been hurt. And uh, Cooks is just like – somehow he always figures out how to do it, and he's been a top wide receiver for the most part during his career. But uh, I, I, I think I would have wanted something more uh, – set on wide receiver, so they're also going to be my uh, thing I'd like to improve on. You want his wide receivers to be better? Yeah. Yeah, I think they're... Um, is that what I listed, or what did I say? I I, I think... I mean, I, 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 it seemed like you were rattling off names, and that's fine. I, I don't love his depth. I think there's a lot of guys um, um, that are you know, I don't know what Derek McKinnon or Deontay Foreman or Zay Jones look like this year. I think they're fine, like kind of waiver wire guys. You have to play them, but I don't see a path of them being regular starters. So I just, I don't love his depth. I would like to see him do, do some playoffs. I think Brandon Cooks is, is somebody who could become a regular starter, but I just don't, I don't like his depth. Ray. Sorry about that. No worries. We're on Willie, right? No, we're doing Adam's position you don't like. Or we could just move uh, on to Willie if you don't want to. Yeah, let's move on to Willie. Okay. I, I don't really I don't really I like Adam. I like his team. I like the cut of his jib. What's, uh, what's what's your pick that you love on Willie's team? Well, I mean, I didn't know this dude was gonna go so high, but um I mean, so here's the here's the thing about Willie, right? Like, there is a pick, there is a pick that I like, super duper love, right? Like, obviously, it's like, cause I cause I wanted him, right? It's 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 Tank Bisbee, but I mean, I think his the pick that I like, and I think it actually started even before the draft was the Joe Burrow trade. Um, so him keeping Joe Burrow, I guess that counts as a pick, and then him pairing. Joe Burrow, who was a top five quarterback last year, and then him going to grab him keeping Travis Etienne 
because he had him off the injury. And then him pairing that with Travis Kelsey, um, I think he did a wonderful job of putting his team together. So I guess the pick is the pick before the draft, and that's the decision to roll with, with Joe Burrow. Henry? Uh, I, I think Travis Kelsey, best pick in the draft. I think my my pick that he did, and I like teased that we might do it, is when he just decided to uh, mini stack Pickett and Pickens. He already has the T. Higgins and Joe Burrow stack. Um, I, I really, I, I think it's a little early, but I, I love that he did it and went for it there with his draft capital and what he had on the team already. So like, pick and choose, pick it, pick it, Pickens. I, I think that was a solid move to do there. I, uh, a little early. I. Uh... I love Tank Bigsby. I I would have liked to have taken I think he was in my queue before Sky Moore. Um I think he was taken right before me. Um I, I think Tank Bigby is very, very, very low chance, but he has a chance to be a top twelve running back this year. But I think he I think he has like a twenty percent chance of being a top twenty four running back. Um the prove me wrong for Willie for me is George Pickens. Um I didn't like him coming out of the draft because he was a bit of a head case. Uh, it seems like they have that at least under control, but is it like Antonio Brown under control where it's like, they're just like a media blackout and they don't, we don't hear it. Um, but the the big problem with George Pickens is there's nothing indicating that he can get separation in on the NFL level. He can make contested catches um, at best. It seems like he could be like a Kenny Galladay, but I, you know, I don't, I don't think Kenny Pickett's going to play like Matt Stafford and just force the ball to one guy. Um, so I, I don't think in the fifth round, George Pickens is a great pick. So I might be wrong on that. Obviously, I took Deontay Johnson. Uh, prove me wrong, Russell Wilson. I, I don't, it's an eighth-round pick. It, it doesn't hurt to draft him and, and hope for the comeback. But just prove me wrong because the, there really was no scenario where I was picking him this year after he royally just destroyed whatever hope I had last year. So, right. As far as Willie's uh, proved me wrong. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I think Russ will have a good year, but obviously he has a lot to prove. So that's the objective view there. You are, I mean, yeah, whatever. We'll get into that next week. Next week, I think also um, we'll let Henry relive the draft because I think we're going to do me and Ray's division and we're going to probably spend a little bit more time on our teams because uh, I think that's the value. Like, I don't want to overanalyze anybody's teams and picks and choices, but I think we can give our point of view. So we'll we'll go more in depth with Henry with his, uh, with his draft. Um, I think, I mean, you guys don't like Russ, but I think he has a great QB room. Um, he can play the matchups between Russ and Kenny Pickett, um, and he's got Joe Burrow. Um, yeah, I think that's, you know, I don't know who's got the best quarterback room. I haven't really looked at it like that way. Um, not, not in our league. I don't know who has the best QB room in our league. Um, I definitely don't. Henry definitely doesn't. Ray, you definitely don't. Um, definitely not me. Yeah. So, 
he might have it. Um, I don't know. Is 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 Henry? Is is Patrick Mahomes, Geno, and Mac Jones better than uh, Joe Burrow, Kenny Pickett, and Russell Wilson? I, I think the Mahomes group is going to go a little bit higher. Just because I think Mahomes is better than Burrow. Um, I think I'd rather have um, Geno right now over both Russell and Pickett. Even though I think Pickett could um, elevate, I'm very torn on Pickett, but he's someone I'm very, very like interested in. You know, just like following this year. Um, I, I agree. Like, e- even though I don't like the Russ Wilson pick, he has Joe Burrow and he has Kenny Pickett, who I'm very interested in. The QB room, <clears throat> something to he can probably start something that's going to get him 45 to 50 points a week. I think. You know, he should get 25 out of Burrow. I think he can find 15 to 20 out of Russell and, and between Russell and Pickett. And it's, it's another good trade chip to have um, if he decides to upgrade wide receiver or uh, running back because you can't upgrade off Travis Kelsey. It's impossible. Ray, what's uh, your favorite position on Willie's team? Like out of all his players? What's your favorite position group? On I mean, Willie's. I mean, Willie has the best tight end in the game. His running backs are super <laughs> duper solid. It, it might be his running backs. Yes, it's a beautiful. Uh, I think. Yeah, beautiful mermaid. Hold one sec. One second, okay. One second. Okay. One second. Oh, that's um Ariel, right? Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Um. His running backs are fantastic. He has Travis Etienne. He has Miles. His running back room is fantastic. Travis Etienne, Miles Sanders, um, Cam Akers, Tank Bixby. Like that. That's so solid. I think he has. I think that might be top to bottom the 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 most complete running backs. Yes. I mean, hopefully Tank cooks, but I mean, he kind of had Travis Etienne and Tank are kind of like handcuffed, I guess. But the way people are talking and reports are coming out, it's like Tank is actually going to be like. Like like getting a a lot of touches. So, um, if Miles Sanders actually you know works out, um, yeah, super duper solid uh, group of uh, running backs. Yeah, I never put this together with this team. I actually kind of don't love the Tank Bigsby pick as much with the Travis Etienne, but it's fine. I don't I don't love the. I know Jay did it last year um, with the like starting both guys. I I, I would I don't like that. Um, uh, Ray well, is if, not if Jonathan Taylor. If Jonathan Taylor does not go to the Dolphins, I'm starting Jeff Wilson and yeah. your Lit. your team is not your team's. We're not talking about you. Um, you 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 haven't been giving position groups you don't like, so we'll just move on to me and Henry doing that. Henry, what position group do you not like on Willie's team? I'm not a person who trashes people. So. Again, he, he had the draft capital to do this, I think, where he was able to get some some studs in there. Um, the the double stack of the ATN and Bigsby and then Lockett and Njigba, while I like Bigsby and Njigba like by themselves, I, I just think that there's a lot of wasted roster moves here. Um I don't think he's going to start all four of those guys in one week. And I think he's going to really limit his upside by doing that. So it's not really a position group, but I'm just concerned about that. 
Yeah, um, it's yeah. I, th- I think I'm a little bit on the fence about Smith and, and Digba because I do think that's more of like a upside game because I think he was like tenth round. Like he's that's just a good keeper pick. Yeah, he was tenth round. Um, you can say that for Tanks Bigsby, but that means you're cutting Travis Etienne's career shorter. Um, Who's I don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't think. I like his wide receivers. I think they're all fine. Um, There's not a I, wide receiver one in that group. Well, I, I think I think we're looking at I think we're looking at maybe top twenty for Higgins. I, I don't know if Debo can be that top twelve guy again for me. So his numbers were actually really good with Brock Purdy, and Ayuk's numbers were not great with Purdy. Now, that might just be. You know the way they match up with certain defenses at certain times, but I do. You know I don't. I don't know who Debo is. I was willing to take him at four two in the right situation, um, but it, it he wasn't there, and I also made a different choice that I was going to probably make anyway. Um, but yeah, I just I I don't I don't think T Higgins can be a top twelve receiver if Jamar Chase plays seventeen games. Um, and you know, Lockett's good, he's boom and bust. Um, but I also, I just, I don't see like a definitive wide receiver one. I see a couple of questionable wide receiver twos, like he's got three questionable wide receiver twos when I look at it. So, um, but you know, he's he's one of the teams I stopped doing this, but he's one of the teams that's the highest projected win totals and stuff like that. And he is projected to have a high team. Uh, value. Let's see, draft. I know that's dynasty. Whatever. He he has a lot of talent on his team. Things can break. Um, you know, as we evolve in this league, we'll have to see. Because I I do think every time where there's been a team with a lot of draft capital, they've never been the best team. Like I know Brad won a lot, but he wasn't even like he wasn't dominating. And when Matt had a crazy amount of picks, he wasn't dominating. And when uh, one one of one one of the co-hosts was, had all the draft picks, he didn't make the playoffs. So it's like everybody I, got hurt. Asterisk. Yeah. Um. So I I don't think there's a clear path. There's a clear like obvious path on how to draft when you have a lot of capital in our league. Um. So maybe some of these will work. Um. Just yeah, just throwing that out there as I look at That's this. That's why we play the game. Okay, we've talked a lot. This is long. I promise we're gonna keep it under ninety minutes once the season starts. Next week might still be long. We're gonna do minor race that division. Long. That was great. Well, I I can't do longer than ninety minutes. Too much more. So that's why I'm gonna I'm gonna have to keep pushing you guys to go quicker, and we're gonna have to tighten up our sound bites. Um. Next week, uh, we will spend a little bit more time with Henry on his team to talk about his process. We'll do division me and Ray are in, and we'll talk about our process and talk about what we're thinking at certain picks of the draft. And uh, then we'll just do our kind of NFL predictions. Um, did I close us? Are we here? Sure. Okay. Sorry, I, I clicked on this because I was trying to see if we have time. Um We'll do NFL predictions. We'll pick uh, the playoff teams, division winners, Super Bowl teams, Super Bowl champions, 
um MVPs uh yeah. or MVP um and uh yeah we'll go from there so cool. uh I'm done J- uh, Ray's just gonna keep listing all of his favorite players from the AFC even though he's a diehard Jets fan but he somehow picks all the division rivals and I'm gonna I'm gonna sign off uh talk to you guys next week peace Oh.